Migration. Seasonal movement of animals from one region to another. When we think of migration, we think of people, our ancestors. Movement of people to a new area or country in order to find work or better living conditions. We think of animals, like buffalo in the 1800s during the teepee age. Movement from one part of something to another. But the only type of common migration we think of now is birds. I love the smell of spring, the fresh air, the beautiful flowers. But what I really love is the sounds of the birds chirping outside my window on a beautiful sunny morning. Ornithologist, the branch of zoology that deals with birds. Ornithologist, orn, ornal, ornithologist. It's the orn part that makes it sound so weird. But broken down, it's actually just the study of birds, which is really fascinating to some people. I find that the more we know about birds, the more interested we actually are in them. And most people, whether they know it or not, actually imitate the evolution of birds. It was just one of those innate fascinations I had as a kid.、Um, people get into bird watching at various stages of their life, but I was just,、um, according to my mother, just sort of staring at birds at the age of five. That's Professor Peter Scott. I'm a retired professor of biology at、uh, Indiana State University, where I taught for 20 years. My PhD was in zoology at Louisiana State University, which is a center for ornithology. So we learn in elementary school that birds migrate, but how do they know when they're supposed to migrate? How do they know when they're going to stop for the night? Do they stop for the night? How do they get food when they migrate? Where do they go when they migrate? There's all of these questions that we just don't get answered in school. So we had to turn to some experts.、Uh, my name is Allison Gillette, and I am the non-game bird biologist for the Indiana Department of Natural Resources Division of Fish and Wildlife. Well, birds、um, have an innate sense called photoperiod. They respond to Uh, differences in the amount of light per day. When, when a certain time of the year comes, which they can note by being very sensitive to changes in daylight,、um, birds will start、uh, showing nocturnal behavior of、um, uh, being very fidgety and orienting in a direction, you know, southbound or northbound, whatever it is. That's how they know they're supposed to migrate. But that's not the only reason.、Um, weather also is very.、Uh, Influential on whether they migrate or not. So, if you have a much more、um, mild winter, sometimes birds can tend to stick around a little bit longer than they would typically do during a much colder winter. Birds can often fly for 500 miles at a time before they have to stop to refuel. It's, it's fairly common for birds to tank up and, and feed for, say, a week in a place and, and gain a lot of.、Uh, Body mass, which they usually store as fat, when it's migrating、uh, during one of these so-called stopover periods, and then take off and may and fly, you know, 500 miles or so in a night or day and a half, and then it will stop over again and, and maybe feed for another four or five days, again building up the fat supply and take off again. Okay, 
So if you're with me so far, birds do stop during their migration period, but not every night like humans usually would. But even so, why wouldn't they just stay where they migrated to? In a state like Indiana, we've got uh, a pretty tough winter. Um, for example, almost all the insect-eating birds move south. But in the summertime, there's, there's plenty of insect food here. Like there's a lot more uh, resources available to raise their young in the north, and there's a lot less competition for space. So you tend to see uh, migration patterns that go north to south. I mean, when you boil it down, the reason migration patterns have evolved is because they've led to higher survival rates and reproductive success. So it seems like a pretty boring topic. Why would anyone want to study birds? They are just things that fly around and poop on people's heads. Yet, when you really get into it, you see that birds are an essential part of the evolution of humanity. Oftentimes when we study humans, we focus on how monkeys and apes have evolved. We relate ourselves closest to monkeys, and while we have the most similar physical features to monkeys, birds have created the path for human civilization. So what is all this talk about being an essential part of human evolution? That sounds really weird. Well, it's true. Birds have shown us where we've come from and oftentimes where we're going to go. Humans first saw birds fly. They wanted to imitate that, so what did we do? We created an airplane. People wanted to travel the world, so what did we do? We explored and we expanded our knowledge. Humans wanted to move around, not be so static, so we created vacation homes. We made tourist attractions. Birds are not just the little black things that fly around in the sky or the little red ones that represent your favorite baseball team. They're important. They're important to mankind. They're important to the human race. So the next time you see a bird flying high in the sky or one left you a present on the windshield of your car, just remember, they are fascinating creatures that have made a huge impact on your life. For WHJE, this has been Abby Cox. More stories like this can be found at whje.com.